Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, October 8th, 2022. Well, if you attend Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley and you have a child or maybe a grandchild who went to uh, Camp Compass this last summer, no doubt you heard about the armor of God and maybe saw them singing and dancing a song that told them to put on the full armor of God. Uh, That was the theme of our Camp Compass this year. And it's a good theme, not just for kids, because, you know, it works with kind of this fun medieval knights and castles theme, but because it's something you need today, because whether you like it or not, uh, you are in a war. Think about that. Uh, probably most people listening to this podcast have not actually been in a real physical war. Uh, Some of you, I'm sure, have. Some of you have served our country in combat overseas. And and, uh, many of the rest of us, we can only imagine what that's like. But I want you, if you have not been in combat, to imagine what that's like. You are in a battle. This is life or death. That is the reality of the world that we're living in, in a spiritual sense. Today, we're looking at Ephesians 6, which uh, tells us about the armor of God. And I want to focus mostly on that section, which begins in verse 10. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So there's a a good reminder for us. You are in a battle and, and there is a real enemy named the devil and he's a schemer. And first Peter likens him to a roaring lion who is seeking someone to devour. If, if you knew that there was a lion loose in your neighborhood and you had to walk somewhere, don't you think you would have your guard up? Wouldn't you put on armor? Wouldn't you prepare yourself for that walk? Every day you wake up and you go about your life in this world. And that's where, guess what? You don't even have to leave your home to experience this. There is a roaring lion out to devour. So you need to armor up. You need to prepare yourself for the battle. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Ours is not some physical war. We are not called to be Christian soldiers in a military sense, seeking to advance the kingdom by conquest. But we are wrestling against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. And many of those uh, terms we see really connected with spiritual powers, Satan, uh, demonic powers. And uh, sometimes even through scripture, we see Satan and demonic powers linked uh, to uh, even human rulers who are actively working to promote evil. And you can see this at work in the world around us. So there are evil people. And then we know that there are spiritual forces that work even beyond what we can see. And really that the essence of that battle is spiritual. And our 
our adversary, the devil, he is a schemer and he's got schemes on all sides of things. And he's got all kinds of ways. He likes to take people away from the truth of God's word and the gospel. So there's ways he's doing it in our culture at large. And you can see just even some of the active uh, secular and uh, progressive agenda in our world is clearly uh, demonic. But we also see that, I mean, in our country, how many people are deceived by the devil into thinking that they are a Christian when they are not. Uh, th- these are things that should concern us. So wh- what do we do? How do we put on the full armor of God? Well, now let's go through what the armor of God is, and let's consider what that might look like for you today to put that armor on. Uh, it says in verse 13, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Guess what? Today is an evil day. There, There is evil in this world. There is evil that you will be tempted by. That's where not all of this that we're reading about, this wrestling against flesh and blood is out there in the culture. It's also right there in your heart. Uh, we, we have to face our, ourselves in our own flesh, the deceitfulness of sin every day. So how, how do we stand against that? Verse 14, stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth. Now, let's start there. Are you arming yourself with the truth? And that's where we might ask, like Pontius Pilate, what is truth? Well, he asked that in the Gospel of John. And just a couple chapters before that, uh, Jesus prays for his disciples, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Uh, Sometimes truth can be a hard thing to come by in uh, our culture in our world, sometimes there's very valid questions of who who do I trust in this world? Well, one thing, if we are Christians, we're saying, well, I know I can trust God and I'm trusting his word. And that's where I would encourage you to put your greatest focus, put on the belt of truth first and foremost with the word of God. Let that be what holds your thoughts, what holds your minds together. Think think of a belt, right? It holds your, your clothes together. It pulls it all tight, right? Let the truth of God's word be what pulls your mind, pulls your heart together. Because there's so many things that can cause our minds or our hearts to stray. It can be sinful impulses. It can be our feelings or emotions. Uh, It can be all kinds of things. We need to fasten them up with the truth of God's word. Next, we want to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, I think we should think about this in a couple senses. One, uh, really, we are given, we have a righteousness, remember reading through Romans, that that comes not from ourselves. Uh, We have a righteousness that is given to us by Christ, his perfect righteousness. Defend yourself with that, knowing, hey, I, I am declared righteous. I am justified through Jesus Christ. But I also think we need to pursue a practical righteousness right here, right now. Uh, we, we want to pursue that out of love for Christ and, and faith in him. And the, uh, the breastplate, it, it, can, it protects your heart. We need to protect our hearts with righteousness and, and realize that if we let unrighteousness into our hearts and into our lives, we, we've let the enemy in through the gates. 
So we want to defend ourselves with righteousness. Is, is there ways you know you're being tempted by sin today? Say, no, I want to defend myself. Th- those things, if there's ways I'm, I'm playing with temptation or tiptoeing around the edges, I'm leaving the breastplate off and I'm exposing my heart to a fatal blow. And I want to put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I love the connection there with the ideas of readiness and the gospel. Are you ready to share the gospel? Do you have your shoes on? I'm kind of weird. I like to always wear shoes. I, I, if I'm if I'm awake, if I'm not like lying down in bed, I like wearing shoes. It's it's just comfortable for me. And, and I feel like I'm not ready to do stuff if I don't have shoes on. Well, hey, are, do you have your gospel shoes on? Are you, are you ready to, to share the gospel at any moment? Are you looking for those opportunities? We want to be ready uh, with the gospel. Next, we see in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And now this is so important. Faith is so central, not just to our salvation, but to our ongoing life. And faith is what will protect us from the flaming darts of the evil one. And how does Satan work? Let's go all the way back to the Garden of Eden. He tries to convince Eve and does so really, hey, God's holding out on you. Take this fruit, then you will be like God. That's where what's going to extinguish those darts? No, I trust God. I trust that he's good. I trust that he's not holding out on me. And so many of your temptations are really going to come down to that. Satan is going to, in some shape or form, and that's where it might look different for different people, try to convince you that God is holding out on you, that God isn't good, that God's promises aren't worth trusting in or waiting for. And what's going to defend you from that? Faith, trusting in God and in his word and in his promises and in his goodness and his character and take the helmet of salvation. I love that picture. Uh, Even just knowing where our salvation comes from. And that's where I think, especially this, it should put our minds on Christ because our salvation has been secured entirely based on what he has done. And that's a helmet that protects our minds. Assurance of our salvation is a powerful protection in the spiritual battle and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So they're very clearly saying the sword of the spirit is the word of God. That is our offensive weapon. How do we, how do we attack the lies in our culture? We attack them with the scriptures, with the word of God. How do we attack the temptations that you're going to face in your own flesh? We attack them with the word of God. Uh, That is uh, the pattern that we see uh, in Jesus Christ, e- even in his temptation, he comes back to everyone by quoting the book of Deuteronomy. Are you ready to fight your temptation with the truth of scripture? And then this isn't compared to a specific part of the armor, but it tells us that we should be praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. It goes on to speak of the importance of prayer and being watchful in it, even praying for boldness in those opportunities to share the gospel, to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. So do you have your armor on today? And one thing I would encourage you to do is even to just pray through the armor, go through each element and pray 
way through it. God, help me to put on the belt of truth. God, help me to tie up the loose ends of my mind. And maybe there's some specific things that come to mind uh, that, that you want to tie together with the truth of God's word. God, don't let my feelings or my emotions rule me today. I want to tie it all together with your truth and keep going and praying through the armor of God. In the Old Testament today, we continue moving through Isaiah, and we're in a particularly majestic part of the book of Isaiah right now, as we read uh, kind of from chapter 40 on. And here we see him talking in chapter 41 about the coastlands. That gets us thinking about the nations, not necessarily Israel. That's thinking about the rest of the world and even just God declaring before them in verse four, I, the Lord, the first and with the last, I am he, all right, God's glory, even among the nations. But then verse eight says, but you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, Uh, you know, God's special presence there with Israel. And he's saying to his people in verse 10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I do believe this is a verse that Christians can look at today. And even though there's some different contexts here, we can say, hey, these are things that echo in the New Testament clearly to God's people. I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be dismayed. God's going to strengthen me. God's going to help me. God's going to uphold me. And then in chapter 42, we see this uh, talking about the servant. And there's these servant songs, the most famous we'll get to at the end of chapter 52 into chapter 53, that I think clearly point to the Messiah. Because even Jesus points to these and say, hey, look, look at what I'm doing. Even look at verse seven, for instance, to open eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. Uh, Jesus, even when John the Baptist sends disciples to ask, hey, are you the Messiah? These are the kinds of things that he points to. So here in chapter 42, we see something pointing us forward to the Messiah. And if you are a Christian, you can rejoice that, hey, you are one of the ones that was blind, but now you see you were one of the prisoners brought out of the dungeon. Uh, You were in the darkness and now you are in the light. Praise God for that, but you're still in a battle. Be ready for that today. Put your armor on. There is a lion out seeking to devour people. Armor up. Put on the armor of God and use Ephesians 6 as your guide for that today. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.